0: I am discovering me. Discovering me. My identity was hidden, taken from me long before my ancestors began hanging from trees. The serpent, he was the real thief, deceiving my sister Eve. He made me forget I was royalty. My father is a king. I am the daughter of the everlasting, loving, omniscient three. He came to give me life. This world wants to take it away. He never intended for it to be this way. Free will, a blessing, and a curse. Say my name, my life matters, God said it first. Dis, covering me. Redefining my identity. Made fearfully and wonderfully, flaws and all. My destiny was altered when I heard his call. I can't see where I'm going, but I know what I'm leaving behind. My faith is blind, lamps at my feet as I shoulder his load. I feel light, I see life as I walk. The Samaritan Road. (music) Obedience. Humbly, I submit. To your command, to your plan, to lead me to the promised land. How to get where I'm going, I don't understand, but I know the one who can. I am nervous, anxious, standing on edge, I want to look before I leap, afraid of falling, but maybe my destination is beneath the fog. I trust you. I soar on the wings of eagles. I run and don't grow weary. I walk and am not faint. You are the one who designed my fate. I will not be afraid. I will not be dismayed. I will steady my feet, strengthen my faith, and pray. everyone. This is Nori, your host of the Discovering Me podcast. And today I wanted to talk about obedience. So this is not the type of episode that I thought I was going to do today. I actually started out, I wanted to talk about identity, but God really wants me to talk about obedience because I could not think of anything to talk about for identity Um, I had a plan before, but it just didn't come together. So obedience it is. And part of the reason that I was reluctant to do this episode is because, I don't know, there's a fear in obedience. Um, There's a vulnerability that it requires to talk about as well as to live out. And also it's very close to home. It's what I'm dealing with right now in my personal life with God and um, what I'm learning and what I'm trying to grow in. And so, yeah, I guess I'll just kind of jump into it and kind of go over what I'm learning. So oftentimes when I hear the word obedience, I view it negatively. I think of things like submissive, slave, loss of power, inferior, and rules. And What I've been learning is that's not what obedience is at all. Well, it is in some ways, but obedience is actually in your favor, especially when it's obedience to God. So if you think about obedience in the world, um, it could be compliance with an order, a request, or even the laws, you know, making sure that you're following the speed limit or, you know, not committing any major crimes or anything like that. Um, but when it's obedience to God, it's submission to his authority, which it's funny that obedience is so hard because God is in authority, whether we choose him to be or not, like at the end of the day, God is in control and he gives us free will and our lives would, it would basically be in our favor to be obedient to God. It would be in our favor to follow his commands and to do what he says not because oh if you don't there's going to be a punishment not obedience led by fear but obedience led by love i think in the past when i've heard obedience i think oh i gotta follow the 10 commandments i gotta follow the rules i gotta do this i gotta do that um but no in actuality obedience is god is is loving god it's How can I describe it? So what I'm learning is that obedience, for one, it requires a connection to God. It requires bringing your issues and bringing your concerns and bringing your thoughts and everything to God's feet and getting his opinion or getting his uh, direction on it. It's kind of like going to someone for advice, someone that you respect, someone that you admire their life, you admire what they've done with their life, you admire just who they are as a person. And so if I'm admiring that person, I'm going to them for their input on a situation or on my life because I respect what they're going to say. I respect that they're going to guide me in the right direction. I respect their life. I just respect what they've been through and what they've learned and just who they are as a person. And so who doesn't deserve that respect more than God? You know, who... Like God has literally been through everything. He's been man. He's been greater than man. And he's seen all and and he's in all. And so if I'm going to go to anybody for direction or guidance, it should be God, you know. And being obedient to him is giving him that authority, like I said, that he already has. And just as you would go to a person for advice about a life situation, it requires a trust, right? It requires you to... Trust that God has your best interest in mind. And that's not always easy. I know we read the scriptures and it says, I have good plans for you and I want what's best for you. And you're going to have amazing things if you follow me. And if you're obedient, you know, I will give you more than you can ask for, right? In Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. And so it requires a trust, but there's a fear in that, especially for me. I know that it's difficult for me at all times to trust God. And that doesn't mean that I'm a bad disciple or that I'm a bad Christian, which is what Satan often wants to convince me of. What it actually means is that I need to work that out. God doesn't want me to shy away from the difficult topics. He provides these opportunities so that I will grow in my trust in him, so that I will see how great he is so that I will see how powerful he is. You know, he wants to give me good things. And I don't know why that's so hard for me to understand or to believe, but God truly wants what's best for me. And so to submit to his authority would be doing myself a favor to obey him and to just trust him would truly be doing myself a solid (laughs) for lack of a better word. It would benefit me to obey God. I don't think, I mean, yes, there's things that God can use my obedience for, but at the end of the day, God can do what he wants, when he wants, how he wants, with whomever he wants, but he wants it to be out of love that we're obedient. He wants it to be, you know, something that we're desiring to do. We we don't gain anything from it if we're just being told and pushed and shoved by God. It's kind of like if you're um, if your parent is telling you to do something and they're just constantly saying, this is how you do it, this is how you do it, this is how you do it, but you don't really think about why you do it that way. You don't think about whether or not it's the best way to do it. They don't explain to you why we do it that way. And I'm not saying that your parents have to explain every little thing to you, but if you have an understanding of something, you're more inclined to to do it, to be obedient. And if you have the opportunity to challenge that or the opportunity to really think about whether or not something is for you, then you're more inclined to follow it. Um, I know for me, um, I've learned a lot about obedience in the last year. Um, If I could give a story from my personal life, I guess it would be starting back when I was at my previous job. You know, I felt it on my heart and I actually just made this discovery last night. So this is like fresh on my mind. But I made this discovery that at my last job, I really felt like God was telling me to just leave. And I felt like he was pushing me to get out. He made it super uncomfortable. And I feel like when God makes you uncomfortable in a position, it either means that he's trying to get you to grow or to go. And so I've just been, yeah, I I was there and I was just feeling like this place is no longer serving me. This place is, I don't see how I can move forward. I don't see how this place is going to give me any more information than I already have. I don't see how it's going to help me to grow. I don't see how it's benefiting me in any way. And I also don't see how I could be a light to the people around me anymore. And so I felt like God was telling me I needed to leave. But I was afraid. I was scared because I'm like, where am I going to go? I can't just leave. Like, I can't just not work. I can't just, you know, walk out of here. And There was some truth to that. I think that of any year ever created or ever lived, that it would have been a good time to just walk away, it would have been 2020 because there was just so many things that were happening and also so many things that the government was providing as assistance. And I had plenty of um, reason to leave that environment, not just for my own mental and emotional health, but even just physical health things, you know, they weren't doing the proper things to protect us from COVID um, for a while. And, you know, it wasn't being taken as seriously as it should have. And thankfully, by God's, you know, grace, nobody there got sick that I know of um, with COVID. But, you know, there was opportunity is basically what I'm saying is there was an opportunity for me to step out and to leave but I was afraid. And so I wasn't obedient and I didn't listen to God. And instead I kept leaning on my own understanding. You know, I did the exact opposite of Proverbs three, five, and six. I didn't trust God. I didn't, you know, I acknowledged that he wanted me to leave, but I said, God, not in this way, I'm going to leave in my own way. And that's how I ended up finding, um, the current job that I have. And it's funny because God is still gracious. You know, he still answered my prayers. He met me where I was at. So being disobedient to God doesn't always, you know, end in, you know, doom and destruction. But I mean, it did do some detriment to my health. You know, I, my anxiety worsened. I am you know, in a place where I can't work right now. I can't drive. I'm, I'm reliant on other people to be able to do things, which is frustrating. Um, but it's teaching me a lot and I'm not saying, well, yeah, I am. I'm, you know, God, it was a consequence, right? It was a consequence. God was patient with me and he was gracious with me and he loved me through it. But at the end of the day, there was a consequence to my action because I was disobedient, I had other issues arise. And I think that that's fair. I think that some people might argue like, wow, if God loves you, then why would that happen? But, you know, even a good father or mother disciplines their child. You know, if a child does something wrong, you discipline them because you love them, because you want them to learn from their mistake. You want them to grow. You want them to understand that when you do something, and you are disobedient, or you don't follow the law, or you don't follow the rules, there's a consequence. That's just the way that life works. Um, And there's a lesson to be learned in that. And sometimes we have to learn those lessons the hard way, right? Sometimes we have to go through the difficult situations. I think something that I've learned when I'm helping other people in their, you know, their struggles and in their lives, I, I tend to want to protect them. Right. I want to protect them from themselves. I want them to see like, no, like, look, this is the the direction you should go in because this is the right way. And this is what's going to happen if you do that. And here's all the ways that this can go wrong. But you know what? Sometimes people need to go through things in order to learn from them. Everybody learns differently. And if God is allowing a situation to occur, then he must see the need for them to grow or learn something. And I shouldn't stand in the way of that. I shouldn't um you know be like, "Oh no, I really don't want that to happen. This is what you need to do. You have to do this, and if you don't do it, I'm not going to forgive you." Like that's not who God is. I need to still love that person in that. I still need to love that person when I see that the decision that they're making is not going to be good for them. I need to be like Jesus and love them through it anyway. And once they get to the other side and say it does go the way that I thought it was going to go, then amen you know i'm going to say that's all right how can we keep moving forward what did we learn from this situation and how can we make sure it doesn't happen again it's not an i told you so moment it's a lesson it's learning it's growing it's maturing it's a part of life um and it's just choosing to trust god and you'll be strengthened you know and you'll you'll see on the other side like oh okay this is what i was meant to get from that this is what um, God was trying to teach me. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been learning about obedience. And so now I find myself back in a place where God is calling me to obedience and it's hard. It's so hard. You know, part of what I've learned about myself when it comes to obedience in God is that I tend to lean on my husband in the sense that if I feel like God is calling me to something that would affect both of us, but God has made it clear that this is what he wants me to do. It can be so hard for me to step out on that faith and to be obedient to God if I feel like my husband isn't fully on board. And I'm doing both of us a disservice if I disobey God in that way, because one, just like the Israelites, I'm going to be walking around. I recently um, was listening to a lesson where they were talking about how the journey from Egypt to the promised land was supposed to be an 11-hour journey, but the, uh, Israel, or 11-day journey, something like that. But the, uh, the Israelites took 40 years. And I'm sure that that's because, I mean, I haven't read it Exodus in a while, but I'm almost positive it's because of their groaning, their complaining, I'm sure. If I just think about walking with a group of people to a specific de- destination where it's taking a long time, And maybe they're coming from a place where they're like, oh, like maybe they're hungry, right? And they're walking. It's like, where are we going? Are you sure this is the right way? No, I think that we should go this way. You know what? I feel like this is the right way to go. That person's going that way. That's probably the direction we should go in. Or you know what? I'm tired. I'm not going. I'm just going to stop right here. I'm just going to settle for this. I'm not going to keep moving forward. I'm just going to settle for where I'm at, which is something that I personally have done in my life. Anytime that I've started a new job, my thought is, okay, like basically let me put it this way. God has put it on my heart that I want to be an entrepreneur. I never wanted to work in somebody else's business for 40 years. The type of lifestyle that I want, the type of, you know, just the direction that I want to go in. This is working the 40 hour job. It's great. And I love the security of it. But also in 2020, we saw that there isn't the full security that we think there is in some jobs. And so what I'm learning is that God has put specific desires on my heart. He has put specific plans in my heart and, or a specific purpose in my heart. And I need to figure out how to get through that. I need to develop a plan. And maybe that plan isn't going to be exactly what, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be, but I can't settle in the moment. I can't just stop and say, you know what? This is comfortable because that's what I did at the last job. I was there for six years. You know, I just decided This job is comfortable and don't get me wrong. God definitely utilized that job to teach me a lot. And I think that I was there maybe just a year or two longer than God wanted me to be. Um, But, you know, while I was there, I was tempted to settle. You know, I was tempted to be like, you know what? This is it. Like, even though I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, I've always wanted to do this. These are the obstacles in my way. These are the things that I cannot do So therefore, that just must mean that God wants me here. And I think I talked about this before where, you know, when I'm trying to persevere through something, if it becomes difficult or if there's an obstacle, I just assume that that's not where God wants me to go. That I just assume that, oh, this obstacle must mean that God is stopping me. But that's not true. Obstacles are for growth. Obstacles are for teaching me stuff. And so that's what I'm learning. And So don't, don't settle is where I'm at. You know, I'm kind of at a place where I'm like, I can't settle in the land that wasn't meant for me. You know, I can't stop because I'm weak or I'm tired or I'm, you know, feeling, you know, like, oh, well, this just isn't working. Yes. You want to take time to rest. God creates specific time periods to rest. And I need to take those specific time periods and choose to rest in them instead of saying, all right, God, where do you want me next? Where do you want me to go next? Where do you want me to go next? Like, no, this is a time period for rest. Utilize this. And rest doesn't mean sleep and watch TV and relax. It means bringing all the things on my heart to God, bringing all of those things that I'm feeling, all of those things that I'm struggling with, all of those things that were in the back of my mind that I've been, you know, um, working on and like kind of putting off to the side or not giving my full attention to, this is the time period for it. This is the time period for really refocusing my, my mind and saying, okay, God, like this is where you want me to go. What should I do? Um, so yeah, so that's what I'm learning about obedience and obedience is hard because it requires faith. It requires you to step out in a way that is uncomfortable and sometimes you can't see what's on the other side like the israelites didn't know what the promised land was going to look like they had an idea i'm sure but they didn't know exactly what was going to happen when they got there and they were fearful i mean they were building golden calves to worship they were afraid you know they got confused they got lost they forgot what god had told them and this happens time and time again But again, God is patient and he's gracious and there's consequences. That's why they were in the desert for so long. That's why Moses didn't get to the promised land and Joshua had to lead them there. You know, there were consequences for their actions. But at the end of the day, God didn't take away their promise. And so just like, you know, there are consequences for my actions and I didn't obey God in what he told me to do last year. You know there were consequences but here I am this year I'm stronger I've learned lessons I'm growing my trust in God is greater I feel like God has utilized many um, different ways to help me to see what he's trying to show me and what he's teaching me and because of that I'm growing and I am now living out Proverbs 3 5 & 6 which is, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. So, if I'm trusting in the Lord with all of my heart and leaning not on my own understanding, that means when I hear God calling me to do something, I'm trusting His plan. I don't understand how it's going to work, I don't understand the logistics, I don't understand how my needs will be met, but I know that God will take care of them. I know that God will make sure that I'm okay. I know that he will, you know, take care of me as he's done in the past. There's so many other examples in my life of me stepping out on faith and choosing to trust God. Um, You know, there's so many examples where God has shown me that this is the direction I need to go in. And I've said, okay, God, and I've done it. And he's taken care of me so well. And I want to do an episode on that. You know, I want to do an episode on really just what it looks like when you don't know what's gonna happen, when you have to release something that you're holding on to, that you have to release something that you care about in order to, for God to make it greater. And I'm so grateful for those times that I've stepped out on faith in the past. You know, I'm so grateful for those times where God has provided in such major ways. Like, I think I'm gonna do my next episode on just all the different ways that God has blessed me. In my life, especially over the last eight years, I think I'm just going to kind of take you guys on a journey so that you can see that, like, being obedient to God and stepping out in faith is so refreshing. It's so encouraging. You, if you're going to put your faith and your trust and your hope in anybody, it should be in God. If you're going to be obedient to anyone, it should be to God. I think we often are tempted to give our hearts to people and to trust people to try to do the best with them that they can, but people aren't perfect. People aren't, you know, able to meet us, meet our needs in the way that God can. And we just need to give that to God. We need to trust God. I know it's hard because we can't see him. We don't always feel him. We don't have a clear like, okay, God, this is the direction we're going in type of mentality. So it can be difficult. But God is so good. He is going to provide in ways that you don't even know. And so I'm excited to see over the next year, what God is going to do with my life, what that's gonna look like. I know that being obedient to him is going to be difficult. I know that it's going to be scary. I know that there's gonna be times where I'm like, God, I don't know what's gonna happen, and I'm worried, and I'm stressed, and I'm fearful. But I know that in the end, that when I get to where God is leading me, it's going to be phenomenal. I know that it's going to be more than I can ask or imagine. It's gonna be greater than what I thought you know, my life could be. So I just wanted to share that with you guys. I hope that it encourages you. And I thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Discovering Me. I hope that you are inspired and spurred on toward a deeper connection with God. If you're looking for a church in the Southern Connecticut area, search Southern Connecticut Church of Christ. And don't forget, Tune in next Monday for a new episode and always remember to faithfully pursue a life of passion.